Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Must Have Seen TV, the podcast dedicated to the sitcoms of the 20th century. For my love, Lucid News Radio. And I'm your host, Brett White, and I... I don't have a script, so I'm just going off the top of my head. This is not a normal episode of the podcast. This is something new I'm trying, which is just me talking. I'm also on Instagram live right now. So if you just happen to follow me on Instagram right now, you'd see that I was live and you could talk to me. But you're not because this is days later. But anyway, (laughs) so I've been releasing two episodes a week. I want to keep on doing that, but I think that I'm probably not going to be able to do two uh, interview episodes every week. Um, at least not for now, but I still want to keep, uh, consistent content going. So I'm just going to do a talk episode where I talk about, uh, TV that I'm watching, old TV that I'm watching. And I just realized that all that information is on my phone, which is recording <laughs> via, uh, Instagram live. But you know what? In the new era, the quarantine era of must have seen TV, we do not, um, we don't, uh, edit and we don't, we don't prep. You don't do anything. Um, but anyway, yeah, update on the podcast. There's new podcast art that you should see in your feed right now, hopefully. Um, rec- uh, art by Dynamo, who you may recall if you're a huge Mad Men fan from uh, all of the Mad Men Yourself stuff that she designed way back in the day. I know Dinah through UCB, and it's just one of those cool things where if you do Upright Citizens Brigade in New York for a while, you get all these brilliant people in your orbit, and you get to, like... Um, I don't know. I would say call her favors, but like I hired her and there was no favor there. <laughs> um, uh, but it's still, it's a really great art. I'm super excited about it because it actually finally makes the podcast look, um, professional instead of using, um, a selfie of myself with a bad filter on it or just a slapdash f- uh, photo of my old TV, which is what was the case for a while. Um, but yeah, now we have a real podcast art and hopefully that's going to, uh, lead to awesome things, you know. Uh, other things, uh, this, the next episodes that we're going to tape involve most likely, ooh, an episode of the Carol Burnett show. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can stream that episode of Carol Burnett. Let me find which one it is that we're most likely doing. Um, do 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 again not editing anything isn't this so entertaining season four episode 22 of the carol burnett show uh which is i do believe the episode that bob newhart is on so hey that's fun so yeah watch that that episode will be coming out next um on sunday the sunday the 17th 
And then after that, most likely on the 24th or maybe the 20th, you know, I don't actually know. Um, it'll be the Wonder Years. The episode uh, Pottery Will Get You Nowhere from season two. I think season two, episode six. So those are the two episodes that I'll be recording next and they'll be going up next, most likely on Sundays. But if I can get a whole bunch more interview episodes banked with people, then you know what? I'm going to release them twice a week. Otherwise, I thought it'd be fun to just uh, hang out. Let me go and read an iTunes review. This is a thing that I like doing um, because Lord knows I don't get enough iTunes reviews. And when I get them, I love uh, freaking out and sharing them and incentivizing people to leave them because five star reviews on Amazon help out in ways I don't understand. Uh, I know they help people find the podcast, so please do that. Um, so it's also, yeah, it's also, um, I've now done two episodes based on uh, things that people have requested in iTunes reviews. So, like, my promise, I come through on my promises. Yeah, it took me a year to do that Who's the Boss episode, but I, it got done. It got done. And then um, the Ozzy and Harriet episode, Tootie Fruity Ice Cream, that review was left on April 19th, and that episode came out yesterday may 10th this is monday so get your schedules in order so this will be a, a preview of probably the next um episode from the 90s that i will do so boltagon left a review on april 20th an escape to better times five stars i will interject to say hey i agree an escape to better times sure um i love must have seen tv it's my go-to comfort food it's inspired me to watch some new sitcoms i've never seen before and rewatch some old favorites it'd be great if mr white which hey if you're gonna call me mr i'm on board with that that's a level of um i don't know authority that i uh i did not know that i possessed um could review some Duckman episodes maybe america the beautiful or the one with lisa kudrow in a small row so yeah I will figure out how to do Duckman. I don't really know where, where it is streaming, but I will find it. Um, I'll, I'll buy it if I have to. And we will talk about it at some point. Uh, most likely the next, yeah, most likely the next 90s episode I do will be a Duckman episode for this request. So that is incentive to everyone else to leave uh, iTunes reviews with requests and I will do them. But, you know, as long as I haven't done it before and as long as the episode is from the 20th century, let's, you know, that's, that's the T. Um, other things I've, I've also devised a new way to pick episodes i'm trying to do uh every five episodes is an episode of tv from each decade so 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s because uh, i there's a natural inclination for someone like me who was born in you know the early mid 80s to just do 80s and 90s sitcoms um and as someone that went to uh, college in the early 2000s and watched a ton of tv land 70s sitcoms <laughs> or growing up in the 90s on nick at night 60s sitcoms 50 sitcoms get left out because they for some reason did not enter the cultural consciousness as much i don't know it's very it's very strange to me that they just didn't latch on i don't know why nick at night didn't start with the 50 sitcoms and run with it they had i love lucy but then you know i don't think ozzy and harriet or father knows best were ever on there so I'm glad to finally be able to um, watch those shows and talk about them because 50 sitcoms are a trip. I mean, that's like they did not know what the format was, the genre was. They didn't really know what TV was. So they were just like making whatever. And it's uh, it's been fun to talk about them. Um, yeah, so that is another uh, episode review. So please leave more iTunes reviews. Um, next up, I guess I can talk about things I've been watching in my own personal time. Uh, with quarantine 
hitting, I've been watching uh, almost nothing exclu- nothing but uh, exclusively television pre-1990, um, which can be a problem because my professional day job is to uh, watch new things and write about new things, and that gets hard because it feels weird watching new TV right now when... There are shows that we find comfort in, like Superstore and Bob's Burgers are the two examples that I keep using uh, to my husband, the only person I'm talking to right now. <laughs> there are two shows that we relate to because they feel like heightened versions of our reality. I mean, of course, like time does not exist in Bob's Burgers because it's a cartoon. And, you know, Superstore is a single camp sitcom. So, like, you know, they aren't our real world, but they aren't fantasy shows. So you relate to them for that reason. And it is weird watching two shows. Specifically, they both did Easter episodes this year. And it's weird because they're Easter in, you know... Superstore wants to present, you know, their world is our world. It's like that, like Cheers is our world. Friends is our world. You know, they don't, they have our, you know, public figures, our, our pop culture. They're not sci-fi. They're not fantasy. So it is weird watching shows do Easter episodes <laughs> during a coronavirus pandemic where they're going outside. And it also feels weird watching new TV where people are going outside and like having conversations and stuff uh, when we aren't doing that. So that's why I've been escaping to... A lot of old times. And how do I do that? Well, I started a Google spreadsheet of, um, oh boy, uh, God. So I took the episode list of a whole bunch of shows and I put them into a spreadsheet and then I organized them all by date so I could see what episodes aired concurrently with, uh, with other episodes. And so that has given me a database with, oh geez, I'm still scrolling. I've been scrolling this entire time with, uh, da, 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 da. is this listenable? Is this listenable? I'm still scrolling. Jeez Louise. Okay. 4,343 episodes. <laughs> so yeah, I have a, I have a Google spreadsheet with 4,344 episodes ranging from, geez Louise, um, October 15th, 1951 to like December 14th, 1999, starting with the first episode of I Love Lucy through to the last episode of Dharma and Greg (laughs) that aired in the 20th century. And I've been using this database to kind of dictate what I watch. I've been doing two different things. One was watching episodes that aired exactly 10 years apart from each other. And I believe I talked about this in some episode, maybe the father and best episode with Patrick Cotner and Ramsey S., so I would start with an episode of Isle of Lucy, like the one... So, like, most recently, I watched Lucy Wants New Furniture, Season 2, Episode 28, which aired June 1st, 1953. This is a bad example because it's rare that TV shows went to June, so let me go back a little bit. <laughs> so earlier this... Uh, earlier last month, I watched Episode 220, um, The Black Eye, from March 9th, 1953, so then I looked and said, well, what aired on March 9th, 1963? That was, boom, um, The Dick Van Dyke Show, Season 2, Episode 24, The Sam Pomerant Scandals, aired on March 6th, 1963. So I watched that. Then what aired 10 years later in 1973? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Oh, it gets more scrolly once it gets to the 60s because there are so many more shows. Um, uh, wow, this is a lot. 1973. Um, uh, the Odd Couple, episode 322, Take My Furniture, Please, from March 9th, 1973. Then I also watched The Brady Bunch, You're Never Too Old, which aired on the same night because The Brady Bunch and The Odd Couple were in the same TV lineup, which is insane. And then continuing on, I watched, uh, Family Ties and Cheers in 83 and then Family Matters in 93 and Orful House in 93. And it's just been really interesting to see the evolution of television, how it has changed, how it changes from I Love Lucy, which is high situations, big slacks, slapstick, to The Dick Van Dyke Show, which is a little bit more theatrical because it has a whole bunch of, you know, vaudeville and Broadway performers in it. But still has much more grounded performances and much more naturalistic and realistic dialogue between characters. And then to the 70s, when it splits off into like Odd Couple and Brady Bunch, it's real, like those two shows are kind of at the opposite ends of maturity spectrum. So it's wild they aired on the same night and the same network in the same years. And then 83, when sitcoms became very, very issues driven and borderline preachy, like there are no jokes. It's more like this week we want to teach you about nuclear proliferation. (laughs) Um, Or in the case of Family Ties, this week here's some Republican propaganda. The fact that Alex P. Keaton is a staunch Nixon supporter is so, so wild to watch in the year 2020. It is, it is something else. Uh, and then the same thing kind of, <laughs> and there's like the dumbed down version of that in the 90s with Family Matters and Full House, which are still very issues, but like the issues is like someone's bullying me at school or, um, I, I want to like wear makeup. <laughs> That's an episode of Full House. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's been an interesting journey. The other thing I'm doing, which is what I've been doing more lately, is just watching everything. Um, I started in the... I don't know why I... Had, oh, I wanted to start watching Bewitched and I Dream of Genie starting concurrently, just like as they aired every week, alternating episode to episode. But I didn't want to watch... I didn't want to watch the black and white episodes of I Dream of Genie because why would you want to? So I started with season two. And so I just was like, well, what? So that's season three of Bewitched air concurrently with season two of I Dream of Genie. And then I was like, well, what if I just watched everything in my database starting with October 24th, 1966 with I Dream of Genie? So then I've been alternating episodes of I Dream of Genie, Batman, Green Acres, the second episode of Batman that week, Bewitched, That Girl, and Get Smart. And then I've just been watching... All of those in rotation over and over again. I have watched... What count is that? Oh, wow. That's a lot of TV I've watched. Um, 50. <laughs> I've watched 50 TV episodes ranging from October 
1966 to December 7th, 1966. And it is so, it's very interesting because we usually only watch old sitcoms in a vacuum, either as a binge on a social media platform where you're only getting that one sitcom or in a curated lineup that, you know, TV Land or Nick at Night or Antenna TV or some network put together. And they don't really care about like what aired side by side with each other. They're more like, well, obviously you want to watch Mary Tomer and Bob Newhart or Newhart and Golden Girls at the same time. Um, even if the episodes aren't from the same whatever so it's been interesting to actually see what episodes aired on what specific night and in the order like what the like what it was like watching tv what it was essentially like watching tv in the fall of 1966 and the the breadth of shows is really interesting to me uh it it is actually feeling like i am a tv viewer in 1966 doing this because there are some that i like you know I Dream of Genie and Bewitched are very, they're goofy. They are, they're goofy family friendly. And then Green Acres is goofy, but satirical and smart. Uh, as is Get Smart. So Get Smart and Green Acres are there. And then there's the Lucy show, which feels like a holdover from the fifties that is still going into the sixties. And it's still great, but it's still, you know, an older show. And then there's That Girl, which definitely feels like a step forward, like it's bridging the gap between Dick Van Dyke, which makes sense, same uh, creators worked on both shows, and Mary Tyler Moore Show, which comes later. So it, it's just, it's very interesting to go from an episode of Bewitched to That Girl to Get Smart, because they really show three different modes of television that were all existing at the same time. And then and then Batman is in this as well. And when you get to a Batman episode, you're having a blast, because that show is so great. And it is streaming on the FilmRise app, which I did not know. I'm not watching on the FilmRise app, because my husband bought me... The Blu-ray box set years ago, and I am just using that because we spent money on it. So, of course, I'm not going to let it go to waste. Some standout episodes that I've watched recently. Uh, an episode of I Dream of Jeannie called How Do You Beat Superman, where Jeannie conjures up. She basically kind of like Janet's a Derek, <laughs> to, to use Good Place as a, um, as a metaphor or whatever. And major nelson has to compete which is part of this ridiculous birthday saga that goes throughout most of season two where they're trying to find out genie's birthday and then roger knows it and then roger goes away and they can't get it's it's wild um i watched the lucy lucy show lucy and john wayne um the what else oh the 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 that girl episode what's in a name is really good because it this is season uh one episode 11 and it gets into her name is Anne Marie, which always struck me as weird because her last name is Marie, but that's a first name. Anne Marie is a first name. That is like a, you know, and that episode really gets into like, well, she needs to be Anne Marie something. And it was really cool to see the episode actually tackle a question that I've always had about that girl. And I've only ever watched later episodes of that girl. So it's cool seeing that. Um, other good ones. Lucy, so Lucy and Carol in Palm Springs, and then before that, uh, Lucy gets a roommate, season, season five, episode seven and eight, which are on Prime Video, where Carol Burnett moves in with Lucy for two episodes. And it is just magnificent to see, like, pre-Carol Burnett show Carol Burnett on a show with Lucy, the iconic redhead of the 50s and the iconic redhead of the 70s coming together in the 60s. And, oh, my cat is in here. Hey. <laughs> um, it's just super cool seeing the two of them team up. And to actually see Carol Burnett outdo Lucy is 
really wild. And it's super cool that Lucy wanted that to happen. Um, or that Lucy allowed that to happen. As the star of her show, she has a right to not let anyone out, you know, upstage her. And I don't know, maybe Lucy show was flagging the ratings and they needed to bring in a ringer and Carol Burnett was like on the rise. I don't know what the story is behind the scenes, but it's super cool that it happened and I love it. Uh, yeah, so, so that's been a fun thing that I've been doing. I've been documenting that on my, um, Instagram feed. Uh, so you can follow me at Brett White and see that. Or you can, if you have the TV Time app, which is what I use to track everything I watch, you can follow me on there. Um, I know there's a social component to that app, but I just use it as a database. I don't know what what it's like to have friends on there. So, you know, talk to me if you want, if you use that app. The other thing I've been watching, and this is a thing to get into that is not a sitcom, this is the only place I could ever talk about it, is Heart to Heart, which is on Prime Video, because... Um, I took a mental health day last Wednesday because uh, even though I sound chipper and upbeat, uh, I'm dying inside, and uh, this is a nightmare uh, that we're all living in. Hey, I'm smiling. Um, so I took a mental health day last Wednesday, and I watched the Natalie Wood What Remains Behind, I think is the name of it, uh, the HBO doc, because I'm I'm interested in the Natalie Wood uh, case the death case, the possible murder case, who knows. Um, I watch any special that's about it. All of this is because Robert Wagner is one of the sexiest men to ever walk the planet Earth, and anything I can do to look at him, I am on board. So I'm not so much interested in Natalie Wood as I am looking at Robert Wagner, and that feels creepy, and I apologize. <laughs> um... And so I watched it, and it's very weird because it is coming from the point of view of Natalie Wood's daughter, and because she made the movie, and yeah, so it's very um, pro-Wagner, which is different from last year or two years ago when CBS aired a Natalie Wood special like Dark Water or something, wasn't the name of it, about, and since that was... <laughs> I would say impartial, but like there's truly nothing as impartial when it comes to a thing like this, because it was partial towards the tabloid, more sensational version of it, which is, of course, Robert Wagner or Christopher Walken definitely murdered her. So that's the that's the point of view that took. This took that opposite point of view. I don't know what the middle I don't know what a documentary in the middle looks like. I would be be very interested in seeing that. But then I discovered that Heart to Heart is on Amazon Prime Video, and I started watching it, and I remembered being a child. Uh, and Heart to Heart came on either before or after either some cartoon or some old sitcom that I used to love watching. And even as me, tiny, like, tween, proto-gay me, uh, just being fascinated by Robert Wagner and liking uh, to look at him... Um, which I should have known <laughs> about how gay I am when that happened. When I wasn't looking at Stephanie Powers, I was looking at Robert Wagner, who I reiterate is one of the hottest men to ever live. Jesus Christ. Um, all of his clothes on this show are so good. All of the double-breasted suits and uh, three-piece suits and great members-only jackets. I mean, it's just his style on the show is so good. And then also maybe he murdered Natalie Wood. So it does feel very bad and it feels very weird. And so I'm just talking about it and getting it out into the world. Um, if anyone else knows anything more about the case, uh, please let me know. Um, and now I will say I have done research on the case. I have watched multiple documentaries on it and I wrote an article about it last year. Um, 
so it does, it feels very strange. Um, I, I, I would say, and this is, you know, I have as much information as literally anyone else that just Googles. Uh, it seems most likely that just she fell in and drowned. And then I think the sketchiness comes in them not being honest about that and trying to cover that up. Like, I think that they both know when she drowned. I think both Christopher Walken and uh, Robert Wagner know what happened. I don't think either of them, like, shoved her overboard or, like, intentionally did anything. But I could see it being very much like a accident happened and they just decided to make it seem like even more of an accident. Oh, this is getting... Do I need to do, like, a serial investigation into this? Am I qualified to do that? I am not at all. Especially because I am so biased... Because I just want to believe Robert Wagner. Um, eh. But yeah, there's a lot of damning evidence. But then again, like, I don't know. So everything's a nightmare. And I feel weird about taking comfort in watching a, a stupid, truly stupid show. Like Heart to Heart. But hey, that's what I'm doing. Um, please read me to Filth on Twitter if you know more about the Natalie Wood murder. <laughs> God, well, this took a turn. Uh, or if you also liked Heart to Heart and want to absolve me of my guilt for getting joy out of watching Hot Robert Wagner, please do that as well. Um, the show also makes me realize that they don't make shows like that anymore. That it's a procedural show where every single episode there's a whole new cast, all new sets, and crazy helicopter chases and like crazy stunts and explosions that nowadays would just like... For some reason, it looks more expensive than a lot of TV now, which is crazy to me. I watched three seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and there's nothing on that show that looks as extravagant as a helicopter chasing a car that I saw on an episode of Heart to Heart from 1979. <laughs> so, maybe that's my weird bias. But anyway, so that's that. Uh, have I talked about everything? I've read reviews. I've told you what's coming up next. We got Carol Burnett show, the Bob Newhart episode, this is season four, episode 22 or so. And Wonder Years, Season 2, Episode 6, Pottery, We'll Get You Nowhere. Those are the next two interview episodes coming up. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Brett White, where you will see when I go live and record episodes like this. And then you can talk to me, because uh, right now I don't know what's going on um, in terms of the in Instagram portion of this. Also, I'm going to, I've been talking a lot about doing streams of old sitcoms, and I don't trust any platform as much as i trust instagram and just putting my phone up to my old television and hitting record and live streaming that way mainly because no one can uh no one can pirate it or no one can um swing in on a rope like a pirate plundering a ship which is what happens on any other thing where you have links that you send out to people um and there's a chat component that people can talk and i yeah so i'm, I'm probably will just start doing that so uh, everyone just follow the Instagram account at must have seen TV on Instagram and you will hopefully get notifications of when I'm going live on that account and we'll be streaming uh, sitcom episodes via that. And yeah, it'll be, you know, it'll be low rent. It'll be uh, no frills because it'll just be my phone up to a 1986 Xena television. But that's the whole point of this podcast in this quarantine era is zero frills, negative frills, no frills, except on my shirts when I am wearing vintage tuxedos, much like Robert Wagner in Heart to Heart. I bring it all back around. Please do not cancel me if for, for, for finding him attractive. I recognize 
the potential awfulness of it and am fully prepared to abandon the crush uh, should hard, hard evidence be uh, presented my way. But it also feels very bad. Like, if he didn't, if he really didn't do it, I can't imagine not doing it. And then for the rest of your, my life, people thinking I killed my husband. Like, that would be traumatic. So I try to take that point of view, too. Like, accusing him of murdering her. I mean, that's the end of the Natalie Wood documentary on HBO goes deep into, like, how that tabloidiness of it has just persistently hurt their family. And then I feel bad for kind of thinking he did do it. But maybe that's the point of that documentary is to make me feel bad. You know what? Everything's a complicated matter. And that's what I'm here to ramble on about when I'm talking by myself. Anyway, that is that, I do believe. This is a little quick little jaunt. Um, so, yeah, follow me on Twitter at, at Brett White. Follow the podcast on Twitter. On- uh, Instagram at, at must have seen TV. You can also follow me on Instagram at, at must have seen TV. That way you will keep up with my various uh, vintage TV viewings and also be alerted to live screenings, live streaming screenings of vintage sitcoms via Instagram because why not? That's what we're living in right now. And yeah, hope you enjoy the new podcast art and hope you enjoy the next two episodes we got coming up Carol Burnett Show and Wonder Years. And always feel free to at me in any message and we will talk it's been great getting a couple of messages from people uh, lately so hopefully this wasn't a waste of everyone's time and i will see you next time on must have seen tv a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.